0: You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have Direct Booking Success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm Jen Boyle's your host and today I have the amazing Jody Barn with me today. I am so excited. We have not spoken since episode 8. This is crazy and we're now on 59. Jody, welcome. Hello the other JB. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll have to start a company, the JBs. <laughs> It's good to see you today. It's really great to have you back. So in episode eight, we spoke about guest experience. So if anybody wants to go back, if they missed that episode, please go back and have a listen. And, But in case anybody doesn't know who you are, maybe we'll do a short little introduction. Can you tell us a bit about who you are, where you are, what you do? Yes, ma'am. So I'm Jody
1: Bourne. And I am a consultant and website designer, specifically with Vacation rentals. It's way back, I guess, over almost 10 years now. Yeah, 10 years. Love it, love it, love it. And I help people with marketing strategy, overall strategy, start to finish if they haven't even, my latest client hadn't even bought her properties yet. So, And then website design, book direct websites as well. And I'm in Texas. I live in in near Austin, Texas with my hubby and my dog, Jolene, and my other dog, Oscar. And I'm just
0: me. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. You're real. You're real. Try to be. Well, try to be. (laughs) Yes, we all (laughs) try to be, don't we? Well, I'm glad you're here. And we should also mention that you are a professional guest, aren't you? Tell everybody how many vacation rentals you've actually stayed in.
1: Well, the last time I said a hundred and I regret saying that so much oh, no. because, well, because I counted after, I mean, you know, I just kind of, it was like off the cuff. Michael, my husband and I had talked about it like the day before that and, and it was off the cuff, but then we actually sat down and counted. And so at that point in time, it was like 59, If but if you count the multiple times we've been, so like we've been to. One property four times. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I think we're at sixty-seven vacation rentals. We stayed at sixty-seven vacation rentals, and I say sixty-seven vacation rentals and counting because yeah. we're going next weekend to another one. It's great. So,
0: so
1: yeah, I love it. And actually, one of the services that I provide in the tech in Texas is a guest experience day. I'll do a, a full stay, and that is a super fun thing
0: to do. You know, yeah, because. I mean, I don't think a lot of people understand when they've got their vacation rental, you know, that the experience is so different from them as an owner or manager as staying. And I ask people, you know, have you stayed in your own property? And people look at me with like, you know, glassy right. eyes and just like, what, why? Why? Yeah. why would I do that? Exactly. And you know it's because you need to experience it from a guest perspective you know, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go in there pretending you've never been there before. So having somebody like you as a professional guest who's mm-hmm. come in, you know, I, I have stayed at places and people have been nervous that I've been there, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, well, don't be because mm-hmm. I'm here to have a good time as well. You know, I'm here to have a little holiday, but, right. you know, I can also give you some tips on from being a guest and being here for the first time. Right, right. Well, we stayed at one Last year,
1: just personally, we just stayed, but it, we were her third guest, and they didn't have any knives in the property. Oh, wow. wow, not oh, one, yeah. not one knife. And when we called her, she was like, "I can't believe we forgot knives. <laughs> I had a grill to make steaks with, but nothing to cut them with. We were literally using Michael's
0: pocket knife. <laughs> well, at least I that. that. Yeah, it's, I exactly. could just use a big fork and a big steak and just, just eating it. it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, but things can be, it's an oversight, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. like you're doing a bad job, but things can just be, you know, an oversight or you don't know that something's broken, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it's so good to get in there. I always tell my clients either you stay, but if you're not
1: your own demographic, then you need to find a friend or a friend of a friend that's going to be honest with you or pay somebody that knows what they're talking about to come and stay because, you know, like, If you're a teetotaler or don't drink, but your target market is 35-year-old women that are going to have wine with them, there's a difference there. You know, there's just, you know, or if you don't have toddlers, but your demographic has young children, man, that's an important one. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Anyway, we're back on the guest experience thing.
0: yeah. Yeah. I know. It's great. Cause you are, you're doing so well with that. And I think the staying just helps so much. So yeah, if you want to know more about guest experience, head back to episode eight. Today, we're going to be speaking about destination marketing. Okay. So Jody, tell us what is
1: destination marketing? So destination marketing is, I mean, basically you kind of forget your marketing, your vacation rental at first. You're, you're marketing your destination. Your content is about your destination and the things to do. Now, I don't mean you're never going to talk about your vacation rental. Of course you do. But you, your content, your social media, your blogs, all of those things are really destination-focused for multiple reasons. But destination marketing is something that I see so many people really not understand or not doing forgetting about how important it is. If they have a destination blog post on their website, it's like the 10 best restaurants to visit in blah, blah, blah. And there's so much more to it that can really be key to to getting the search traffic, either from Google or Bing or, or YouTube or Instagram or Pinterest. So that's kind of in a nutshell what destination marketing is.
0: Yeah. No. And I I tell people to be the become their local expert. You know, it's the same thing. It's promoting what is local and you know everything. You want people to come to you and say, okay, this person is in this town and she knows everything, you know, and right. that's why you want to come. Yeah.
1: So yeah, and that's, you know, another point is that I see a lot of times is guests or owners, hosts want to wait and share. All their information that they know about their destination until after the booking, like that's when they send their guest guide. That's when they send these kind of chips. And mm-hmm. you know, yes, you should send those to your coming I mean, guests, but that that's great content to be marketing. Definitely,
0: I think that is a really good idea. You know, to share it beforehand. And can you can you give us some ideas of what they could be sharing? Sure. I mean, I think one of the kind of the philosophy that i have or the thoughts that i have about people
1: who do are doing it is or want to start doing it is to be your own travel blogger so think about your destination from the perspective of your your guest avatar and what they want to know but instead of like list articles write a, a story whether that story is on your blog or if you don't have a blog put it in your, on a Facebook page or in an Instagram post, you can write a full story about your day at the park with your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is maybe not the park, but the <laughs> park. I mean, not just like a, you want to do a place where people are going. Yeah. So one of the, I, when I first got started with vacation rentals, one of the things that I was doing is I created a blog, a kind of a travel blog just about the town that I lived in. And the purpose was to market my vacation rental clients on that site and other businesses. But one of my most popular blogs was planning a romantic weekend getaway in Wimberley, Texas. It's still super popular. I wrote that in two thousand and fifteen or sixteen, and oh. it is still i mean it's still it's number one on Google when you search for you know, I think romantic hill country things to do or something like that. But it is. It is basically me talking about the experiences of multiple different things that my husband and I enjoy doing. We go out on a, you know, for a romantic time away. We, mm-hmm. you know, the the restaurants we go to, and it's kind of itinerary based. So it's, you know, it's like, you know, on day one, we enjoyed a picnic, lunch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so, but it's very first person. It's very descriptive. But the cool thing about it is that it's, very like people want to read it it's not just a let me read real quick the 10 things to do it's very readable and shareable and
0: that's Mm -hmm. really important when you're doing destination marketing yeah and you've created that personal connection haven't you writing in the first person you know and talking about your experience creating a story creating a story and as you and I both know
1: story is so big when you're when you're marketing anything no matter what you're you're marketing story is really important
0: and this is where we can i you know people i'm sure people have come to you and said the same thing how can i compete with airbnb booking.com verbo and it's like well do they know your local area the answer okay. is no they don't this is how you can I, I say bringing people to your website by a side door, you know, mm-hmm. they're coming through your blog. And I think it's a very often overlooked part of your website and a part of your marketing strategy. Yes, it is. And
1: very overlooked. And that's a great analogy, the side door, but you're right. and And that's one of the reasons with the websites that I build, you know, I always really encourage the blog part because... You know, your personal website, your business website doesn't necessarily just a portal to a booking like an Airbnb website is. It is a portal to knowledge. And Mm. the best way to get in front of people is to share the knowledge. And like you said, with Airbnb not knowing, not only do they not know, but like TripAdvisor, they have their list of the things to do and they have nice little snippets, but they don't know it from your perspective. They can't give that personal recommendation. They can't share why this walking trail is perfect for couples. You know, maybe the shady tree, make it a little more intimate or, you know, all those little things that, that make or break the story.
0: Yeah. You where know, are you laughing? You're laughing. I'm just laughing about this intimate trail and the shady trees. I'm thinking, where are you going on this? <laughs> well, there's a,
1: this. There's a place in Wimberley called Blue Hole and they have multiple trails and there's one trail that leads up to a little picnic area and that's where Michael and I not when it's 109 degrees as it is today and here in central texas but in other we we've, we've walked there and had picnics there multiple times you can park you walk it's like half a mile up this really shady trail and i have a picture of of he and i just walking or a little video that i took yeah, and it's very romantic.
0: It overlooks the river when you get to the top. So yeah, yeah, it's totally romantic. It sounds lovely. It really does. And, you know, bringing in AI into this, you know, chap GPT, they can't write this. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Don't worry. Mark this one.
1: <laughs> Apple and... No, they cannot write it. And that's, you know, I... Total I hate I hate that people are using Chat GPT so much. there's definitely per- use this for it. It can definitely clean up the language, but it doesn't it can't provide you with the the details that you need to really tell that story and to connect with who you're wanting to connect with. Another thing about telling this information and sharing it in this way is that so, for example, I wrote this article about the romantic things to do and mentioned a couple of restaurants in the article, not just as a side note, but, you know, here's a great place to have a, you know, a romantic dinner. Here's some of the food. Here's, you know, we asked to sit on the balcony overlooking the, blah, blah, blah. And all of that. Well, when I shared the article to them on social media, I just sent it to them. They loved it and they shared it with everybody. And that's another great thing about destination marketing and really getting in there and getting juicy with your content Mm -hmm. is that other people want to share it because now it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like just a failed plug about you.
0: Exactly. And there's a couple of things there. One, it's easier to write about other people than it is to write about yourself Mm -hmm. and promoting those in your local area. It's a win-win, you know, because they are going to be so happy I have clients we you know they come up with these strategies of what we want to do and with these clients they did exactly what you what you were saying they went to a a stately home in England near their near their place where their client or their guests could go and they had a day out they wrote this blog first person what they did they later sent it to the stately home thinking that I pushed them you know like go do it and they're like well Mm -hmm. are they really going to care Yes, they loved it. They ended up giving them a discount code to share with their guests. To come. Awesome, yeah, awesome. And what it can get also for you are backlinks.
1: Mm-hmm. They will put their content on their website and share it on their website, and that can be extremely beneficial for your search engine optimization to get those backlinks. Yeah. So it can, th- and you know, if you share it on like say Instagram and tag them and mention them. They'll share it to their stories. I mean, it's just a such an amazing way to get people, I say, come back into your fold. So mm-hmm. they've come back to you and now they're interested in who you are. So yeah. again, you're you're your own travel blogger or
0: travel influencer, if you want to think of it that way. Yeah. No, and it's a great thing, you know, you can even partner up with somebody and say, you know, I'm gonna write about you, you write about me, and let's swap, you know, you can do other strategic things. But even just as writing a blog of somewhere that you love from your mm-hmm. perspective and sharing it and sharing it with them, people have egos, you know, they get really like touched when you're writing about them or saying kind things about them. And of course, they're going to share it on. Of course, they're going to share it on. And, you know, it's, it's just such a great
1: way to build your own traffic and your own following when you are networking in that way with locals. It's it's like going to, you know, by sharing this content, it's like going to a networking event, mm-hmm. really. Because especially if you do it with multiple people in within one article. And then I also encourage, so instead of doing like a list of things to do, I encourage having a page just about a particular business itself rather mm-hmm. than you know, like, so your article, and I call this, it says like a spider web concept is what I think I call it. So you have your article about your thing, you know, your your first person article, but you can actually link to an article on your website. It's just about that restaurant. Here's where the restaurant is. Here's their opening hours. Here's a few photos of our favorite foods. I'm a, I'm a foodie, so I'm always snapping shots of photos. But you can also get something from their Facebook page. You know they'll gladly share it with you if they know you're using it for for to market them. And then you have back and forth content. You have content from interlinking links on your website, interlinking links from that page to their website. Send it to them, and hopefully you get a back link back, and that builds this spider web of content,
0: mm-hmm. which Google loves. Google loves and. The potential guests love too, don't they? Potential
1: guests really love it. And it really shows that you know your destination. You know, it shows that you are the person to ask. If, you know, now someone reading this article would know, well, you know, I want to plan a romantic getaway for my wife. Maybe you have some other ideas for me or, you know, maybe you can help me plan, you know, an, an evening out, or, you know, how do I get reservations? Or could you leave flowers in the in the room for us or whatever it is? People will start to to really realize, you know, and if you have a a lead magnet on your website, that's they'll they'll want to connect with you. And that is one of the caveats to destination marketing that I think keeps people from wanting to do it is it doesn't lead to an immediate booking. It's not that somebody is going to read this wonderful article and go, heck yeah, I'm gonna book that property right now because they weren't looking to book that property. They weren't looking for a property. They were looking to learn more about an area. So you do have to lead them. Like you have to lead them to make a connection with you. You have to lead them. I I tell my clients, don't forget, part of this great day out is what can they do in your property that's unique? to this situation, you know, can they enjoy a glass of wine on the deck after they get home in the evening? Can they, you know, throw the kids in the, in the bed and watch a movie on the couch or have a family night? What is it that they can do that works within your article so that you can remind people reading, oh, by the way, Mm -hmm. I also have a vacation rental. We'd love for you to stay. You can book it now, or you can sign up for an email and learn more about it or whatever that is.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's really important because marketing does take some time, you okay. know, and I think, yeah, a blog, you know, destination marketing. Yeah, you're building that rapport, that that trust, um, mm-hmm. you know, that connection with people. And they might be Googling, you know, your local area to find out what there is to do. And uh-huh. then we'll be booking, you know, so you're uh-huh. sitting there in the back of their mind going, oh yeah, there was this great place that I went on their website uh-huh. and they'll come back.
1: Yep. Yep. They, that's exactly right. And then another important part of destination marketing is that you can do that on other people's websites as well. Okay. So- for example, I had a client that they were near a state park and they had hiking trails immediately across from their property. They had two of the bigger trails. So what they did was they went out to one of those trail websites that mm-hmm. just talked about hiking trails. They did an article just about this hiking trail and they mentioned their property in pathing within the article and linked back. Now, they didn't tell this trail website that they were, I mean, you know, they did the guest post, they asked the people if they could do the guest post, but they didn't necessarily say, oh, by the way, I'm the owner of this guest cottage. Yeah. They just worked it into the article. Naturally. You know, naturally. Yes. Very naturally. You know, oh, by the way, this property is right across, and they had several little cabins, so it was a, a larger property. So... What happened is, is, that gave them the backlink back from this arch- huge website that has a lot of website authority, and that linked back to their website. Now, did they get any bookings from that article? Maybe, maybe not. That wasn't their strategy. That wasn't their point. Their point was getting that backlink back to mm-hmm. them and back to where people were learning more about everything that they knew about the destination.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, all these backlinks and how, you know, your website needs to have authority on the internet, Uh right? And that's how SEO works is, is your, the authority you have with your website. So all these backlinks, they all contribute to this, which means that when somebody is then looking for somewhere to stay, your website will be higher up. Isn't that right? How it works? That's exactly how it works, and
1: and that's a it's a shame that people don't understand that authority a little bit better. I think people who have done a little bit of research on SEO understand backlinks are important, but they may not understand why. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it if you, I mean, it's basically kind of like stealing authority. So if you if a website has been around longer, has more content, and Google sees it as a more authoritative website or a it's been around or it had more traffic to it and you get a little bit of their traffic, they send, it's basically like putting a stamp on you and saying, yep, she's cool. Yep. So then Google's like, okay, well, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this website says so. So yeah, exactly. This website says so. And that works back, can work backwards too. If you're, if you get on a website that ends up being a spam site or something like that, it can hurt your authority. So you, you definitely want to be careful that you're not paying one of those mm. backlink companies to to give you all the the backlinks from every website. And I'm, I'm sure you get those emails all the time.
0: Can I pay you ten dollars for a backlink? To yeah, nope, yeah, <laughs> no. But I haven't had my prince in Nigeria asking me to look after his millions in a while, which I quite you know that's the one that I love. That is hilarious. Yeah, no, that's my, that's my favorite spam email. So let's think about somebody who's coming, they've, they've started this vacation rental and they're learning from us about destination marketing. They're like, okay, I want to do this. I I love what you're saying. And I want to market my local area, my destination. How should they start? What, what should, how should, what's the best way for them to start that would make the most sense? So they should create a content
1: map, which is what I'm going to be speaking about at your summit. But it is really it's the first step, I believe, is to go to Pinterest, go to YouTube, go to Google, type in your destination and go down the rabbit hole of what are people talking about now. And then keep that list. I mean, just... Put there and make list, you really have to go down the rabbit hole, but then you you want to create the list of what you know about as well. And how does it fit into the list? So if you find an article on Google that some travel blogger wrote about, you know, things to do in your destination or, you know, let's say hiking trails, the best hiking trails, then how can you make that article better? How can you relate it more to an experience and how can you share your own first person kind of idea of what that day would be like you know on that hiking trail how can you okay. relate it back to your target market so that's how you know i would say to get started is to really dig in and do some research
0: i love it yeah that's a great idea and i'm i'm someone who forgets about pinterest i really do and that is a great treasure trove of ideas isn't it Pinterest is great
1: for research about destinations and about, you know, your area and about what people are looking for. I even recommend going broader. So if you're, you know, if you're in a small town or in an area, let's say you're in, you know, well, I'll just use Central Texas as an example. If you're in Wimberley, Texas, which is 30 miles outside of Austin, you can also search Pinterest and Google for Austin ideas Or you can search Pinterest for hill country ideas, central Texas ideas, things to do near San Antonio. Get broader and broader and broader because you can fit into that as well. You can fit into, you know, however broad the category is. If you're near Asheville, North Carolina, which is one of my dream next places I want to go. But if you're near Asheville, North Carolina, which is huge wedding venues, there's wedding venues everywhere there. Maybe your articles could be very geared to planning a wedding in Asheville, planning an outing or planning a bachelorette party in Asheville, and you just happen to have a property in Asheville that's perfect for a bachelorette party. So, you know, it's different. I mean, you just have to think of these different angles and how you can fit what you do and who you are into, into that.
0: Love it. So what Joni's talking about, about creating a content map, she's going to be coming to the Direct Booking Success Summit to speak about this in more detail. And it is October 3rd to the 5th. So you can head to the website to sign up to the waitlist, directbookingsuccesssummit.com. And you'll be the first ones to know about when the tickets are released. And it is free. It's accessible. It's sustainable. It's everything you need in online summit. Jody. can you give us any other ideas about what you're going to be talking about or any little Well,
1: what I want to, uh, what my presentation is going to be about is mapping your content from idea to repurposing. So by the end of it, hopefully you'll have kind of a strategy for taking an article and turning it into perhaps an email newsletter, perhaps an Instagram post, you know, so sort of repurposing this content in ways that are going to really, you know, build out an, a, a nice content strategy for you.
0: That's
1: great. That was great. Yeah, of course. Or, it or you may just last because I, I, I try to, to give, I try to have fun in my presentations. And so, you know, sometimes people just have fun.
0: Well, as long as there's picture and audio, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad that was what 3 <laughs> years ago
1: uh, yeah jodie nice. you yeah yeah my we time had a, bit of a my presentation yeah. and all of a sudden there was no sound no anything and i had to
0: what did i do i just redid it within an hour i think something like that and we had to re- we had to redo the time slot but it was fine it worked out but it is a good it something, out fine. It's something funny to look back on Yes. Okay, so I can't let you go without asking, what does direct booking success mean to you? Well, obviously,
1: direct booking success means getting more direct bookings from your, your website. But to me, it also means being able to, to build out strategies and build out a network so that you just don't have to worry anymore. You know, I mean, you're you're always going to worry. You're always going to need bookings. But it is so nice when I see my clients just kind of relax and know that the bookings are coming in and that they're going to get the repeat bookings and that they don't have to stress about it anymore. And that is, that's a, a huge goal, but it is attainable. I think mm-hmm. people do yeah. it. And I know you have, too. So it's definitely an attainable goal, and I think that that should be everybody's ultimate direct booking success.:
0: Thank you, Jody. Thank you so much for coming on today. As, as you know, I always learn more from you every time we speak, and I love it because we are always on the same page of our of what we're doing with clients, you know yes. it's really it's really brilliant. So if people want to hear more from you, where is the best place? My
1: website is jodyborn.com. But I think Instagram is the best place to connect with me. I am not on LinkedIn, as you know, very, very much. So Instagram at Hey Jody Bourne is my Instagram. And I have a podcast that I love on episode 13. And it is called the Savvy Host Podcast. That's SavvyHostPodcast.com or there's a link on my Instagram. I'm really enjoying doing that. And I have an Instagram action plan. If anybody wants to sign up for that, it's jodyborn.com backslash Instagram. And it is an audio guide to Instagram that comes with a workbook. So you're going to get six audio lessons, really short, and you can, it's just a podcast. So you can download that to your, to your Apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts at.
0: Great. Thanks, Jody. And we will see you at the Direct Booking Success Summit. Yay! Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website, directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.